Imagine you are the servers waiting on the tables in this familiar gospel story. You know the story. There was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the wedding. It is nice to think of Jesus and Mary socializing with their friends, just like we do. But as you know from the story, that something went wrong at that party. They ran out of wine. Mary, sensitive, thoughtful, gentle, resourceful and diplomatic Mary, moved quickly and quietly to come up with a solution so that the parents of the bride would not be exposed in embarrassment. She asks her son to act at that moment. Although he says his time has not yet come, a time of visible signs of the restoration to come of not only Jerusalem, as Isaiah prophesied, but all humanity, he listens to the words of his mother. After all, Mary wills what God the Father has in store for all of us through her Son, whatever that may be, whatever that might look like. She doesn't know at this point, but she trusts. Her attitude has made, was made visible through her saying yes at the Annunciation. Her asking for help is recognized by Christ as doing the will of the Father. Mary turns to the servers and says, do whatever he tells you. She seems to be preparing them for an unusual instruction, a direction that opens up many possibilities if they follow the command of Jesus. They must have had confidence since they did not know what was going to happen. They went promptly and expectantly to fill the jars with water. They began to trust these instructions, and they went forth. We do not know how this sign of water being turned into wine at Jesus' command affected the faith of these servers. But this sign definitely deepened the discipleship of his followers who were there at the wedding. They began to believe in him. As a disciple of Christ, what happens when you hear those words? Do whatever he tells you. Perhaps the experience moves you in the heart. It gives you a gentle push, or maybe it pulls you. There can be an inspiration and even some fear. After all, Mary did not say, he will tell you exactly what to do. Faith involves trust. To deepen one's discipleship is to trust in the risen Lord and what he has in store for us. Remember, we live on this side 
of the resurrection. We believe in ultimately what Christ has in store for us. What are the possibilities that could happen in your discipleship and in the church if you fill those jars with water? St. Paul gives us insight into these possibilities. He sees the big picture when he's writing to the Corinthians. He sees that there are many members, but only one body of Christ, with Christ as the head. Christ is not divided. Each of his members has gifts, and the purpose of these gifts is to build up the church. The gifts given to each of his members by the Spirit are to be given back to God in service, causing his members to be of the same mind and the same purpose. Not all the gifts will be applied in service in the same way, but all of them are important. No task is without a need for a gift. No gift is without meaning. No working stands alone under one's own power. They all contribute in some form to service according to the needs of the church. They build up the church because the service is directed towards God in thanksgiving for his abundant gifts. Paul is proclaiming that in these members and their gifts, that diversity is unity. The glory of Jesus Christ is manifested in the body of Christ and is a visible sign for the world to see. Could all this be possible if we, the disciples of Christ, take to heart the words of Mary, do whatever he tells you. <laughs>